I mean, that's the thing is that like, imagine if you're spending $150 for a cheat, I can basically sell you any fucking yeah. Like, if you believe in energy crystals, I can also sell you the Vortex Tour. And, you know, like, the fucking... At that point, you have basically said, I'm the most gullible person on Earth. <laughs> you know? It's like, so true. It's so true. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. And I'm Veritas. <laughs> the closest I've ever been to being a Kappa gamer um, since Kappa was yeah, not changed. trivial to get. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, I'll uh, put like put on the Kappa grind or something in my title, and people are like, oh, is this your first time getting Kappa? And I'm like, no, I've had it like four or five times. It's just since they made it borderline impossible, this will be my first time. Yeah, I used to be able to get it... Uh, in like a month. <laughs> I mean, I used to be able to get Kappa two or three times in a fucking white. Yeah. Um, but yep. yeah, so now I'm at... Uh, I'm level 61, and I am basically... 48% of the way through. I just need 300,000 XP. That and is then, um, crazy. 62. So tell me about that because you ripped up a lot. Last week we were on the podcast, you were 58. I'm sure just over the last few days you hit 59. But like 60, you got from 60 to 61 and three quarters really fast. Like the, I know that one quest is 777,000 XP, but like, God dang. So literally one raid is what got me because I had a weekly, I believe the weekly, and it was, um, it was like hand in like four bolts and like seven soap. I think that's what it was. And wait, was that the weekly or was that the daily? Now I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but I today I finished a weekly. I finished two dailies, so that was like thirty thousand, thirty thousand, yeah. and the weekly was, um. Yeah, shit. I don't. I don't know. Like one hundred and twenty thousand yeah. XP or something. Um, and then at level sixty, it, you unlock two quests. Uh, the mm. first one is called the Choice. It's with yeah. fence, and it's the one where you hand over the Epsilon container. So it's just been sitting there in my stash forever, and I finally handed it in, and that gets you like seven, 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 seven hundred seventy-seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven XP. Which is so that nuts. Instantly, basically gets you to pretty close to halfway to sixty-two. Yeah. So you go from sixty to 61 and a half so now it's 300,000 xp i just need to get the second half so oh that's really... so that quest gets you from 60 to 61 and then some in 61 and a half uh, you skip 60 and you skip half of 61 gotcha that's very um, interesting i for some reason i thought that that quest got you from 60 to like almost 61 but i didn't realize it was the whole level and then some and then only half a okay because 61 to 62, I'm halfway, and, and it says remaining 300K. So that means oh, it's about 600K. Yeah. So. God dang. Okay. Yeah. So that's so literally just 60 to 61 is free. Yep. Um, and then all you need, I mean, like 10 daily quests, which is like three or yep. you know four days yep. and or a weekly and you know, four or five. Yep. So it's so RNG, so yeah, I'm really man. Close. On a week where you get pog dailies, it's it's so you could you just print XP. Like you know what I mean? Like if you can get if you can get two in a row every day and potentially get three a few days, that's so much. But if you get really rough ones, my weekly this one, like I'm just trying to decide if I want to like farm it down. It's not in theory, it's not hard. It's just kill Rashala five times with a headshot. And so it's just like 
do oh, I want, yeah, I got that one too. Do I want to play? Impossible. Yeah, do I want to play that much customs? Because it's like RNG on if he's going to be in the raid, where he's going to be in the raid. Is somebody else going to get to him first? If somebody gets to him first, do they kill Rashala? Because people are always trying to like kill Rashala, or do they kill the guards? If I do run into Rashala, am I in a position to headshot him, or is he running at me and I just kind of have to spray and pray? Well, they're like the raiders where if you're long distance, they see you before you yeah, do, and yeah. they hit you easily. And the problem is, is he needs to spawn. Like the only way you'll get that is either up on the back rocks, yeah. By old, uh, sorry, the new gas, yeah. Or if you're on the bridge on the other side of new gas, yeah. Or if he's over by like the fort, yeah. But if he spawns dorms, then you, there's literally no way unless somehow he stands right next to like the third floor it's door. Only, it's really only possible if he's dorms if like all of if you kill all the guards first. If you kill all four guards first, he runs into a room and hides. And like you can like run past the room, see where he is, and then like pre-fire at head height and you can get him. But if Oh he's... wait, wait. So it's not there's no distance. No, just headshots. I, I had five yeah. I had five headshots over 80 meters. No, I just have five headshots. Five headshot oh, okay. Rashalas. So, so that's gotcha. It's doable. It's just a lot of customs and a lot of RNG. And I'm just like trying to balance my time. It's like, should I work on my dailies and those other like high level quests like calibration and stuff like that with my time? Or should I just yeah. be farming customs hoping to get Rashala spawns? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got um I've got one daily. There's a daily where I need to hand over a found in raid, kill a helmet. I saved Dude, I have saving... I saved one too. <laughs> I've been saving a lot of items, so I, I uh, as long as they're found in raid, I have the the you know Yubei helmet, the gorilla helmet. Yeah. I have a wrist T face shield, a masca face shield, but not the helmet. Yeah. Um, I've just been saving so many found in raid things that I know are harder to find. Yep. You know, just in case I get one of those things, and I've been picking up all kinds of junk that normally I wouldn't pick up just in case. I have them for a daily. But, I got uh, a daily to turn in a found and raid kill helmet, and I had one. Like, nice. we were playing an interchange raid with Desmond, and he killed Killa. And he was like, do you have a found and raid one in your stash? I was like, no, why? I did that quest. He was like, oh, just in case for a daily. He was like, take it. Like, a week later, I got the quest, and I was like, oh, clutch. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, so um, so I don't know. I'm probably not going to do that. Oh, well, it depends. I, I So I have another one that's survive on interchange four times extracting through hole in the fence. Yep. So maybe I could go in, kill him, and then go hole in the fence. That one's easy, just annoying. You know what I that mean? That would be 60,000 XP if I could do those in four raids. Um, that'd be 60k, and then I still haven't done calibration. I need eight more headshots. That's why I was going woods earlier, and that's 93,000 XP. Dude, so, and after that, you get uh, Courier, which is plant the two Reap IRs, and that's 137,000 XP. I just did... I, oh, so... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I completed those, Calibration those and did Courier uh, la, uh, two nights ago on Tuesday night. We did both those, and it's... but Yeah, it's pog. Where do you need to plant them? So one is on the back side, so like the rock side of New Gas, just like there's a trash can there, and it says plant, and you just... It's 30 second plant. And then one is so the the like of fortress, the the kind of construction corner, the one that would be closest to like the old construction. Outside yeah. of that, there's a big crane with like the huge stabilizer legs and you can like tuck in there and then there's a plant thing and you plant that for 30 seconds. You don't have to survive. As soon as you plant the second one, it just says quest complete. And uh, that's 137,000 XP. Oh, six. So, I mean, yeah, that right there is, I just need 300K. So, 
do a couple more of those quests and I'm I'll be getting my I might be able to get my kappa tonight. Dude, that is um, insane. I'm I'm like 11,000. I'm a goose whisper away from level 58. I got to get those last two levels, bro. Oh. What the fuck is a goose whisper? That's a geeks. That's a geeks call out for you. That's oh, that Canadian. Kind of, of course, <laughs> that's I'm a, a fucking goose Canadian. whisper. Get a goose whisper no, there, eh, civil bag, civil bag, but he's also Canadian, so yeah, they're all they're all the same. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, that's so, the thing. Uh, you you're so much farther than me, and you still have those goaded quests to complete. Like, I just I need to get on the like rogue farm or something. I need to get better at getting. It's not even worth it, dude. I need to get better at getting. Well, that's what I'm saying. All of my quests are done. I need to kill thirty raiders on reserve, and then other than that, it's just dailies and weeklies but i still have dude, two I, and a half levels to go so it's like i need to get better at getting in raid xp i'm like churning quests but i'll get factory. like two thousand xp no well, yeah factory or a road farm or raider seven. farm whatever like you just yeah you, i just I'm, gotta do that i'm way more successful these days like i literally got from 58 to 61 by doing factory yeah and then i went to woods today only because it seems like there's like a static spawn for soap in <laughs> yeah, one of yeah, the, yeah. Uh, in like the 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 USEC mm -hmm. camp area, and you know that there's that one little tent that has like a med bag. Stuff spawns on like the two picnic tables. That last med bag, I went three raids in a row, and there was soap in there three raids in a row. It's, it's either the luckiest RNG ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I looked at, I went in factory and looted every single container, med bag, everything for like five hours, and didn't find a single fucking soap. That's crazy. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just a fucking static spawn, or yeah. maybe I just got really lucky. But um, because that's what, yeah, that was when I needed. It was like one hundred and seventy thousand XP or whatever for that bolts and soap, and I I already had the four bolts. Um. So yeah, I'm real close. Uh. Oh, speaking of dailies and weeklies, completely anecdotal evidence. But you know how I've been like not accepting the ones unless a a buddy uh so well some random person in chat came and he was like hey i listened to the podcast i have some anecdotal evidence if you want to hear it i was like yeah sure he's like i went the other way he was like for like 3 weeks i accepted every quest and didn't complete a single one i just wanted to see what would happen and he's like now when i get quests i don't get any rewards i get money and xp but i don't get any items and i was like interesting is it every cuz if it's every one then that yeah. I, I mean i would basically take that as yeah i don't know almost definitive yeah. proof yeah but i was like whoa i was like that's very interesting and then uh he was saying that him and his buddies did some other testing but it was like i was in a raid and he was posting it and i was trying to read it so i didn't get everything but i just remember thinking like i was always just focused on the numbers how much xp how much money but i hadn't considered that like if you know what i mean he was just like i'm just getting xp and money i'm not getting you know etgs or ammos or whatever like yeah. that people get i was like that's interesting mm. yeah so he, yeah, he, I mean, just, he just went like three weeks in a row with not completing a single one just to see what would happen do you have any dailies that are unfinished right now? Because yeah. we could compare kind of what we have for rewards. So so I have one, eliminate Sturman from a distance of more than 35 meters. That's why I eliminate one. And it's 30,000 XP, 100,000 rubles, an ophthalmoscope, a Nixor lens, and 0 0.02 Jaeger rep. Okay, yeah, I've got one. I've got the one to get the mask and helmet. It's 25,000 XP, 65,000 rubles, two OFZ shells. Yo. And two of the drain cleaner and the same amount of Jaeger rep. Yeah. The other one I have is survive through hole in the fence four times, which is infinitely easier. And that one's 29,000 XP, 
67,000 rubles, an OpsCore rack headset, one of the, those like digital yeah. Flora 6B13 like level 4 armors, and a ZSH helmet. Interesting. My other one, my exit the location one, is survive by extracting to the scav lands on reserve five times. <laughs> so find yeah, a, a friendly player scav. <laughs> so find a fucking friendly yeah. um, chat chat member. Yeah, basically. And that's 27,000. So 3,000 less XP, a little bit less money, 75,000 rubles, drain cleaner, ibuprofen, piles of meds, 0 0.02 therapist rep. So very okay. similar. I've seen... Uh, I've heard of, and I've seen a, a few times, like guys like Rangar is like level 71, 72. And like those guys like grind the dailies a lot to try and like, you know, get the XP they want to get up as high. And I've seen his dailies give him 60,000 or more XP, which is nuts. So I mean, now, that I might scale that's... with level. That might not necessarily be because he's completed so many. That just might, you yeah, know, good point. like 46 yeah, yeah. is a threshold. Maybe freaking 65 is another threshold or something. But I've seen him get mad dailies. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll just have to uh, wait and see until. Yeah, I mean, I'm not either... I'm not going to care. I'm not going to care about anything when I get Kappa. Like, I'll I'm not I'm probably not even going to check my dailies because like maybe just to see what the rewards are. But like. I'm not about like just the XP grind to get as high as I can be. I just want Kappa. That's my goal. When I complete that, I'm done. No more quests. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had uh, a quick little anecdote. I had one of those things on factory when I so I had to kill. Um, one of my dailies was kill twenty five. I think like scavs anywhere. Okay. Um, actually, maybe that was my weekly. Because like there was like a no, I I finished my weekly today, got a new weekly, and then finished that in like four raids, um, oh, like twenty five scabs yeah, anywhere yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So that was kind of why I was able to get a couple hundred thousand XP quick. But um, but so I had killed a few scabs, and you know I was pretty well kitted out. I think I might have had like an MP7, which mm -hmm. has been slapping for me. The so MP7 bad. on factory, uh, just uh, I mean that and actually the AS Val I was using today and. Mm. With a couple of lasers on it, point firing, not oh, aiming, yeah, but point yeah. firing. I was like killing like chattiest chads. Um, but um, but yeah, so it was one of those scenarios where I was up. Is it was it nineteen eighty six? Was the call out in factory? Um, oh god, that's an old one. That's an old one. Have, I don't even. They know. They might have changed it. Um, but you know where there's like that the platform with a dead scav underneath in that little room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Above that, it used to say 1986 oh. was painted on the wall, but I feel like they changed it. Yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> so there was a guy that was in the spawn down the stairs and around the corner in that back area. Yeah. I heard him. He ran in there, and then I hear the like breach against the metal door because the guy's like, I'm like, and I went on VoIP. I'm like, well, that was fucking embarrassing, huh? Like, <laughs> You know that ain't an X-Fill, bro. Dude, um, he's like, rip. <laughs> yeah, so he was like, dude, I just got an X-Fill. I got a quest or whatever. I'm like, I mean, I can be cool. I got a factory key if you want. I can, because I, I spawned in back by, what, gate one or gate, yeah. whatever that back one is. Um, I'm like, I can just unlock it, dude, and help you out. He's like, oh, I don't know. What he asked me, he's like, do you got, oh, that's why he fucking asked me. He's like, what, do you got like an Alton or, oh. you know, fucking, and I was like, no, nah, dude. I even said, I'm like, I don't even have a helmet. I just got this MP7. And uh, 
And he's like, I mean, yeah, that'd be cool, dude. So I ran over, unlocked the door, popped me in the head and with then... this fucking like you know, garage pistol or whatever. I'm like, you piece of shit. And then like everybody in chat and me all sent him a friend request and he denied all of them. <laughs> um, but, uh, but my name now it has Veritas in it. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, it's kind of like a joke, but, um, but yeah, a lot of people have been coming in. Dude. Like, yeah, that was me. Have you ever, um, have you ever ran, um, uh, like an Ash 12 on factory? That's what I need to see. Dude, it's yeah, it's, it's insane. insane. Like it is the factory gun, bro. Once again, point fire. You can't really ADS with that thing because the recoil is nuts. You just keep it on point fire. It's got a slow enough rate of fire that you can keep it on full, but tap if you want. Like you know what I mean? Like oh, see, I never point fire with it. I always ADS, bro. I just and I just aim at their belly button. Yeah, and then yeah. it just disintegrates. Yeah, them. I mean, dude, I I just had like the blue laser because the blue is like so visible. I just had the blue laser on it, and we did it during the raider event. And I think me and Seal went like eight or nine or ten raids in a row. And it was great because Wait, during you can't put lasers on those, can you? On the Astros, yeah, yeah. There's a rail on both sides. You can't oh, put I'm them on the RFB. You can't put them on the RFB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Astro, right. dude, PS12 V, 20 round mags. Oh, and that was the freaking that was a clip I sent you. That ended my streak. We were on an eight or nine raid streak with the Ash 12. And uh. that ended where the the bullets weren't registering. I freaking ran, like, I, I went in, and, like, obviously I knew something was up, and I ran in for the second mag dump for the meme, you know, for the clip, and then I freaking hatcheted the the raider, and then a PMC comes, and I'm out of ammo because I'd wasted it all on the thing, and I died the end of my streak, but I, I haven't had that happen. I mean, like, because I, I don't use shotgun, so I'd never had the shotgun thing, you know, where it's the, the moving around or the bugged inventory spot, but that was two separate mags. That I, I wonder what that I, I dumped. wonder what that issue was. And then I genuinely thought I was gonna die trying to hatchet the raider, but then it, oh, I assumed he was gonna one tap yeah, you. But then it fell over dead, and I was like, "What?" And then um, so it may, I mean, it 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 could have been extremely unlucky that like you were straight up desynced until yeah, you yeah. hatcheted him. Maybe. But I, to me, I think it's more likely that there was some some bug either with the scav, like the raider, yeah, or or the your gun. gun. Because when I pulled the gun back out and hit the PMC, I was you could see him grunt and he was like running away like I was hitting him. So I thought and then I just ran out of ammo. So I was like, maybe if I had pulled my hatchet out earlier and, and hit the scav in the back of the head, I would have been fine. Yeah. But yeah, but I was just I was just thinking about that. I was like, I want to see Veritas just go ham with an Ash 12 on factory. Like it's so fun. And you can buy the PS12V, it's expensive, it's like 700 rubles around, but you could buy like 300 of it. It's not one of those ones where you can buy like 60. It's only 20 round mags and you can buy 300 of it. And you're just like, yes. Yeah, dude, I, I, someone gave me a viewer kit with it and I was, I survived like 12 raids in a row all on reserve going underground, wow. like farming the raiders. It was just like, it just demolishes people. Dude. It's and crazy. I feel so confident swinging out and taking an aim duel. Just because it hits so hard. It hits that, so, like, 104 flesh damage, I think 45 pen, 46 pen. So it's just like. Most people are wearing toast, level bro. four armor yeah, or even toast. level f level five armor. Um, and that's, you know, I think it's like 40% chance to pen. If it's mm -hmm. 45, you know, it's probably four, somewhere yeah. between 40 and 50% chance to pen. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Have you seen the fucking quest? Um What's it called? At first, when I read it, I'm like, yo, this is mad easy. And then I read it again, and I was like, <laughs> oh. Um, and, of course, I 
failed it, so I need to restart it. It's called Escort. Oh, yeah. It's the guide plus killing five people per map. Four people. I saw it. I'm like, eliminated four PMCs on factory, on customs, shoreline. You're like, oh. I'm like, that's so easy. 177,000 XP. I'm like, hell yeah. And people are like, ooh, uh, take another look at it. And then, yeah, I didn't realize it was. That junk should give you like 500,000 XP. That's ridiculous, yeah, bro. That's fucking nuts. I is mean, that the guide the other is hard quest? enough. Is that the other quest? You said when you get to level 60, you get two quests. And... That's the other okay, one. Yeah, I'm never going to do that. And of course, it's an, it's prop war, and of course, it's one of the ones that as soon as you die, you have to accept it again. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it successfully and be like, oh, I never accepted the quest. It's yeah, the fact that and then I'll never play the game again. Doesn't just restart. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try that. When do you get the snowball challenge one? That's a quest in the game too. Kill all the scab bosses on one life. Maybe that's no a 65. I know that's a quest. Like I know they added that after Lupo did that whole thing last year. Um, mm, yeah, you're, I, I, you're gonna have to start with Killa, I think. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. It's like the guide. You want to start with labs because, like, like starting with, like, imagine trying to end on Killa. Imagine getting them all and just like running around the mall, raid after raid after raid, until he's just in a random dark corner. Yeah. Then and he just one taps you. Ugh. Yeah, that'd be terrible. No, but but no way I'm even gonna attempt that. Like, just no way, dude. That's that's too much stress. The guide stresses me out enough. You know what I mean? Like. I'll probably just use it as an excuse to go different maps and yeah, stuff. But yeah. like, if I happen to get lucky, yeah, dude, I don't know. I gotta find whichever is like the newbiest server. In and... theory, yeah, in theory, it's incredible. But it's like, like, let me translate that quest for you. It's like, you know, like explicitly chase after the most broken mechanics of our game without dying fourteen raids in a row. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the trend. It's, you know, if, if the AI was clutch and the audio was good and, like, it was like, oh, this would be fun, hunt them all down. But it's like, dude, all, I mean, just all the stuff. Killa, Sanitar, you know, hitting you with the Keter from 300 miles away. Like, yeah, Sturman with the double taps and the SMV. It's just like, no way am I going to chase after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll probably mess around with it just because there's nothing nothing else to do. Or I'll get back. I've been doing some more Mario Speed runs been getting oh, back. I saw into that, that, yeah. Um, and actually, Cheese, uh, we had Cheese on here not mm -hmm. too long ago. So he's back to, he has the world record again. I think, I don't know if I talked we about it. We talked about it a little bit, yeah. Because he had held um, it for so long, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I put on Twitter and he responded. So he's going to give me uh, on Monday, actually, a couple hours of coaching. Um, Hell yeah. Because I'm like, I got, I, I spent what, 800 attempts to get my sub 20 yeah uh and then i took nine or ten months off so just like really rusty yeah. i still remembered everything you know most of the high level details yeah um and it was like the first day i like couldn't even like it was bad you know it was like 30 something minutes and then after day three i've gotten multiple 22 minutes so wow. like and that's with like failing major things multiple times yeah yeah so um it wasn't until i watched this guy do a video where it was like beginner strats full 16 star speed run he didn't do some of the more complicated faster things that i do and he failed a bunch of simple stuff and his his time was like 1830 i was like how is that and it's because Every little minute going from one door to the other, like between stars. Yeah. Like he just saved 0.2 seconds. It's so optimized. 
but but like he would go run over to a door and like bonk on the door and like there's so many simple things that i'm like what the fuck like interesting yeah so i don't know i'm gonna gonna give that a try again that's exciting um, but um but yeah what was the other thing that i was gonna i forget now um Quests. but yeah i mean that's probably a good segue into all of the drama and whining and oh, back yeah. and forth that's been on twitter and stuff lately about it seems like there's like two sides of this where like two different content creators they're all <laughs> that nobody's mentioning anybody they're all just basically being like yeah everybody's whining about this and so it's half of the community yeah. is saying you know there's something wrong with the game whether it's inertia whether it's weapon balancing yeah. whether it's you know whatever and then the other half of the people are saying, why are you whining about the game? Yeah. I'm so sick of people whining about the game. Why don't you play something different yeah. or, you know, whatever. And it's like, I, don't know, I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm in the middle. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's the thing. And like, I've been like processing this a lot recently because like I tweeted out something like very not about Tarkov, just about like, it was just like, a, I don't know if you saw, it was just like a thread of my thoughts on like, it wasn't, it's not a Tarkov thing. It's like, it's just that our social medias are too good, right? They're like, it's social media is too, social media is really good. The algorithms that we made are really good at filling your timeline with thing you, things you like, right? We know that. We know that, you know, if, if I just look at this post, if I don't even engage with, if I just look at it longer than the other posts, Twitter knows that, you know what I mean? So the algorithms are really good at filling your timelines with things you like. And then it's all prioritizing engagement, clicks and likes and comments and negativity drives a ton of engagement. You know what I mean? If I post, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I don't, I love Tarkov. This has been the best wipe ever. Seven people are going to like it. But if I'm like, dude, this gun is busted. Don't ever use it. I'm going to get a hundred comments of why I'm wrong. Right. So it's just natural. So it's like, it's like a beast we create. And I was just kind of talking about that. And I was just like, it sucks, but it's just the way it is. It's not a Tarkov thing. It's like every you know, niche is going to have this, this similar thing. And it's just a bummer, but I've just been like thinking about that a lot. And it's like, it's so, it's just so blown out of proportion. Like I would bet money that there are more tweets saying that Tarkov Twitter is so dramatic right now than there are tweets that saying Tarkov sucks right now. Is that, that I would, I would agree that that's the case from the people that i follow yeah i like i definitely see more like i don't know who they follow but i i definitely see more people basically being like yeah well, everybody complaining now about tarkov needs to do x yes it becomes whether it's play a different game or it's all a meta right it becomes it's a meta to farm I want to be careful about what I say because I right. You think it's intentional? No, 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 no. I don't. That's why. That's why I, I, I oh, okay. pulled it back real quick because it's a subconscious meta. And the reason why I pulled it back is because right now a few people's, uh, very conscious meta is to talk about engagement farming, and so. But I think it's a subconscious thing, which is also engagement farming. Exactly, a hundred percent, dude. <laughs> it's like, what it is is yeah. It's like. Where was my train of thought going? Yeah, it's just like some people say stuff and then that is trendy and 
and drives a lot of engagement subconsciously, right? The, the people that are tweeting, like, okay, let's just say the people that are tweeting Tarkov sucks right now. I don't think they're like, how can I farm engagement on Twitter? Because it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like there's not like a CPM for engagement on Twitter. There's no motive to really grind that. I think it's just boom. But it's, it does farm a lot of engagement. And then it, the internet just evolves so fast. There just becomes this like event horizon where all of the sudden on a whim, it's now cringe to say Tarkov is broken. And it's meta to say all these people complaining that Tarkov is broken. Now that's going to get you more engagement. And then some crazy thing happens. And in an instant, that's cringe to say. And it's just like, everybody just do your own thing. Love every. And it changes so fast. And you could tweet something that yesterday everybody was agreeing with you on. That today all the comments are like, bro, cringe, get out of here. It changes so fast and it's so crazy. And I truly think like there are absolutely people that think Tarkov sucks right now. There are absolutely think people that think inertia is bad, all this stuff. And we can even talk about those things. But I think it's, oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. control Z. Control Z. I'm sitting here typing along with our script while he's talking because I have, I have ideas and I can multitask and I accidentally <laughs> deleted hit control A and then deleted. <laughs> I was like, where did the notes go? Um, but like, I really do think that it's a, it's a growing thing. I think a few people expressed some frustrations and then it become it became cooler to say everybody's frustrated. And then it became cooler to say, everybody needs to just chill with the drama. And then it became cooler to say, you know what? Uh, you know, Tarkov's dramatic. Here's a, you know, here's a picture of a unicorn. Like it's just, it just balloons and it's so blown out of proportion and it's so taken out of context so you've got that side of like the human psyche. It's just so fascinating to see that happen to me. Depressing, but fascinating. And then on the other side of it, the reality is, and I talked about this a little bit too, like it's okay to vent and venting is good. And we should like all like Twitter is, yeah, totally vent on Twitter. I don't care. I don't care if you're venting on Twitter. It's just, once again, the algorithm is so good at filling your timeline with things you like. And then the algorithm rewards negativity or negative posts or any sort of venting. So then what you end up doing is you tailor an algorithm of things you like and then only see people bashing on those things you like. And nobody yeah. likes to, ha to have somebody bash the things they like. And a great example of this is like Pestily tweeted something about how like all basically all YouTube he was like, he was like, you know, freaking all Tarkov highlight video titles. They're all so freaking cringe. It's just, you know, broken meta, you know, use this ammo. And oh, I missed that one. Yeah, he tweeted that. And, and, and it was like a picture. And he was like, I, I actually just smashed my hand on my keyboard. And that was the name of the video just to prove a point, And I got all these views or whatever. And well, so and then when well, I mean, it, it's easy to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in my tweet, I said something along the lines of like, I was like, I just hate that every day I wake up, everybody's bashing things that I'm passionate about. The game I like sucks. My YouTube thumbnails are cringe. And, you know, you're a sellout if you run ads. And Pestley responded. And he was like, he was like, the thumbnails are great. It's just, but the point is, the point I'm trying to make is, I agree with Pestley that like all of the thumbnails and titles of like Tarkov YouTube highlight videos are all very similar. A, a very distinct meta has formed. And if you stray too far away from that, it's hard to get views. I agreed with that's his, not even Tarkov. That's no, just for sure gaming. But the point was, I agreed with his tweet, but it still offended me 
because I love YouTube and I love thinking, figuring this out. And, and I felt it as some indirect slight against me. Like Pesley's calling yeah. me cringe. Pesley's calling me this. And he responded to the tweet and I responded back to him. I was like, listen, I, I the, the here's the thing. I agree with you. It's just nobody likes being told that the stuff they like is cringe or the stuff yeah. they like is stupid or the stuff they like is broken. And 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 then somebody like Pestily can put that out there and he's probably just venting. He's not pointing that at anyone. He's not just he he probably didn't just watch a video and was thinking, God, Jesse Kazam's thumbnails are so terrible. Let me tweet this. But I took it that way because I'm a YouTuber and because I am so passionate about that. And that's not fair to Pestily, but that was the point. It was just like when everybody's bashing all of the things I love all of the time, it's hard not to take it personally. Even if it wasn't personal, so many people responded to that tweet and was like, yo, I hope you were okay. And I was like, no, like you're in, you're in the wrong stratosphere. Like I'm fine. It's not just a don't let the haters get to you type of thing. The last thing I would call Pestily is a hater. It's just this weird thing where like everybody hates when other people say the stuff that they like sucks. And if yeah. that person is just venting, it's hard not to take it personally. And then the responses to the tweets are almost always infinitely more toxic to the tweets, right? Somebody can be like, be, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you understand this a lot. You gamer rage hard. When you die, you, you'll say you'll, something will slip out of your mouth. You're like, this is the worst game I ever fucking made. Hate this shit yeah, game. Dude, like, yeah. like the, I, I clicked on your stream. I said, I saw dude and you were on woods and you were like, you, you were like, I like clicked on your stream. You're like games built in 1996 had better movement than this. Like, <laughs> cause I'm sitting there trying to yeah. get up a, a six inch rock, like jumping, sliding down, jumping, sliding down. Dude, it's like a hundred percent. But that's the point. Is so you understand it. I understand it. I say the words, I hate this game all the time. So it's like, so somebody gamer rages, which is very understandable on Twitter. They say Tarkov is so broken right now. And that comes from one place, but then somebody else sees it, me included, and gets super offended because I love Tarkov. Don't say Tarkov sucks. And then people with less common sense than me reply and say, no, you suck play a different game, you're toxic, and you're you're the one ruining Tarkov. Anything about Tarkov You're the problem. Yeah, anything about Tarkov that sucks, you cause. And then that person's going to respond and be like, dude, you're a dick. Like, and, and it just spirals. And so, yes, like, we can talk That's about some of these things. That's why I never gamer rage on Twitter. Yes, exactly, 100%. But it's just one of those things where... Every like once again, like we said, the meta is to talk about the drama somehow, either directly, indirectly, adjacently, saying it's good, saying it's bad. The meta right now is to talk about the drama when it's all so blown out of proportion. The reality is it's like 15 people just kind of gamer molding on Twitter and that can have such ripple effects like that. Just something as simple as that. Some dude who died eight out for eight hours on Tarkov post a tweet but if it but if the stars align and enough people do that in a 24-hour period that whole cycle begins people respond then they respond then everyone say well my timeline's filled with all this and then it's like don't be dramatic and here we are now we're like almost every single person interested in tarkov no is aware of this twitter drama and there's no drama it's just like our inability to separate this from real life and i'm included i made the tweet and pesley responded and i was like no i don't want you to think that i was mad at you like it was it's this whole thing i think about this stuff so much it's crazy it's crazy <sighs> so yeah i, I don't mean, know it's funny 
so I mean, now here I am trying to think about how many how many of the things that I'm thinking of as like things that everyone's complaining about. I actually saw anybody complaining about or whether it's hearsay. Boom. You Boom. know, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, yes. Well, I mean, I did say earlier that I'm pretty sure I see more people complaining. Yeah. Than I about, sorry, the complaining complaining about, about the complaining. About the complaining. Yeah. 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 And um, a great example of this is the first note you have. Inertia is bad. The general consensus is that the, the Uber chads, the 70, you know, 68 levels, if you're level 68 and plus, the general consensus is that all of those people think inertia is bad. And you want to know what's crazy? To challenge myself, I've been DMing some of these people or talking to them or popping in their streams. And almost every single one of their opinion has been something to the effect of, I like inertia. I just think it needs to be tweaked. Uh, I'm indifferent on inertia. I don't mind that they add it. I just think it maybe it needs to be tweaked. Or, um, or I think we're on the right track. Or like, like almost every single one. Almost every single one. It's just maybe a few of those people gamer raged and tweeted inertia is bad. And then all of this. And then now there's like this huge rift where everybody on this side of the fence thinks everyone on that side of the fence wants to take out inertia. And when you actually talk to those people, they're like, no, I just think it, it's just it's just not where it needs to be. And it's like, yeah. I think everybody agrees. It's not like, you know, it's so it's just I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I'm sure a lot of it is like Twitch chat seeing the a couple of tweets and then being like, what do you think about, you know, this person blah 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 and then the more people in Twitch chat talk about it, then the more people in Twitch chat start to and then they tell the streamer and then the streamer, you know, like yeah. I think I've probably heard just as much from my chat. Yeah. Either I'd say less so than my core community members and more like people who are newish. Yeah. Who are popping um, in. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I have a few like video ideas that I want to talk about that actually is related to the whole like weapon balancing and inertia. I think I might do, I started to like write out a new, uh, kind of like, uh, what's it called? Outline for a video where I, man I, I i'm like i've i'm like 90 year old brain i'm getting dementia i keep forgetting <laughs> um all the things that if i've talked about them or not on stream oh um because this was very much related to i think i was watching tweaks video and then it was around that time oh that, yeah that i ended up making that meme video about you um <laughs> So yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I talked about it on yeah. stream or if I talked about it, um, but uh, but I basically have some ideas about. It's basically all of the stuff that anyone either talks about or whines about or it says that people are whining yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to weapons and armor and ammo and gun metas and inertia and all that shit, um, basically. I think there's ways to tweak all the things as well as like everything that people are complaining about is like the wrong, the wrong as usual. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, you're all missing the forest for the trees. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that'll be something that, uh, I'd that love, I work on. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. Um, but uh, well, yeah. So what is this whole thing? Weight 
longer for fuller lobbies. I I haven't heard that at all until an hour ago. Somebody said something like, oh, are yeah. all your raids been dead? That's yeah. the first time I've heard it. And then I see you post it here. Yeah. I've had like bopping, hopping lobbies everywhere. Yeah. It's really hard to talk about because it's all very anecdotal and it very much so depends on where you live, right? Like, like what, you know, certain servers are always going to be more populated than others and stuff like that because of just the population density or how many people are in the game. But I had been hearing inklings of, yeah, people just not mauling, just complaining and being like, man, like raids have been dead recently. You know what I mean? Raids have been dead. And I always kind of took that as like, dude, I don't know, man, switch your servers up. Like my raids are always full. You know what I mean? And then, uh, and then this week I, I'd been doing a few morning streams and I experienced a few times, especially yesterday. Yesterday I was playing with Geeks and like, I mean, he's, I don't know what coast he is on Canada. Like what's, I don't know what servers he's going to be selected, central, west or east, but I'm on east and I don't think he's east, east coast. And we were swapping invites and like, I mean, we were, we couldn't find people, dude. We were playing, we played customs, we played shoreline, we played woods what time of the day was it? Was it early? Yeah. So East Coast, it was like from yeah. like 1030 to like 330. And I mean, all it was kids, all the kids are at daycare, dude. You? But that's what I'm saying. So but, but that's what I'm saying. So if that's the that's the switch up, if you're a morning streamer, I can understand like yesterday, I would have chosen waiting an additional 90 seconds in queue for a guaranteed, you know, you know, 50 to 60 or 50 to 75% capacity rate. Now, what's hard, what makes it so anecdotal is you never know if you got into a full raid and everybody got a, you know, you had quest item Andy, then this guy found a sugar and left, and then this guy spawned on the other side of the map and died to a scav. You never really know when your raid is quote unquote dead, especially on a big map like Woods. So that's what makes it hard to talk about. But it was just something that I've been hearing a lot of people talk about recently. And then like, we dude, I mean, yesterday we just—it was just like, dude, where is everybody? You know what I mean? So, um, if if it just I mean, seems, so here's the what's thing. the downside? I guess is my question to them implementing a little code thing. Well, it, so here's the thing: how do you know that they don't do that? Correct. Let's say I don't know. Let's say they added 90 seconds. You'd wait 90 seconds. You'd still end up in a dead raid, and then you'd be like, you know what? I'd be fine with them adding 90 more seconds. Yeah. Until you're waiting 20 minutes. Right? Well, so I guess 90, the 90 second to... is irrelevant. Like, change it up to like just scaling servers, or like, what if what if it was a wide wait as long as it took for uh, you know what I mean? And then you could the community would just be like, hey, don't go on this server at this time. You know what I mean? Like, what what's the? There were they used to do I that. Know. I think I'm pretty sure I might be misremembering, but it's just. Like, my intuition is telling me that the opposite used to be what people would complain about. They're sick of waiting in lobbies to try to get, like, like let me just fucking get into a raid. I remember some some dude, I mean, he's an outlier, but some dude yeah. came into chat and was like, has there always been, like, a queuing problem, dude? Like, it took you fucking two minutes to get into a raid. Like, ridiculous. I'm like, who the fuck are yeah, you? Yeah. What universe do you live on? Yeah. I, get into, I play fucking, uh, you know, like... Fortnite or whatever, and I only have to wait. It's like, dude, what the yeah. fuck? Like, and that was record thing. time for yeah, Tarkov. Yeah, that's the thing is, I don't know. I don't know the back end. I don't know how easy it is. Like, you know, some people say, we'll shut down certain servers to make, you know, in the region to make the ones more populated. But what if that just gets complicated? Because what if these servers are required so that these people can connect? And like, 
I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get what it is on the back end. I just think. What do you what do you expect when they, you give people a million things to do outside of raid? Well, yeah, they sit in their fucking That's, hideout, craft stuff. They I, sit on the flea market. I mentioned that too, where if there was the, if if the in between raid was more optimized, it wouldn't feel as bad. But still, once again, like I said, I, I'm not coming at this like in an aggressive manner. I don't know what the solution is. It just like I feel like everybody would be would agree with the assumption that relatively three months into a wipe, three and a half months into a wipe. The people that are left playing are more the people that are like really into the game that really want full lobbies that are really down to like do that. You know what I mean? And so it was just it's just an interesting thought. It circled the community before and it's just like you're absolutely right. We have no idea if they if there is an automatic addition like maybe they they give us an extra 60 seconds. And if if it's not half full by then, they just still want to deploy the raid because they don't want servers hanging 10 minutes and, you know, never, never land. But. It's just like, it's just, I kind of get it when, you know, PVP is the reward, right? Like, not to say that PVP is required for Tarkov, but because Tarkov doesn't have a an end game, you know, because we have these wipes and because... And half the quests require you kill PMCs. Exactly. Half the quests require you kill PMCs. And because, like, you know, A... Everything, so much of the game is uh, has been repeated so many times by certain players that it's very optimized how to get through it, right? You know what I mean? The first time it, I got through the quest line, it took me like six months, you know what I mean? But now I can get through most of the quests in 30 days. And then, and then, it's just at the end of the day, you might not be a PvP person, but like a huge allure of the game is this crazy, intense, risky, I'm losing my gear PvP. So it's not crazy to be like, I mean, we gotta have people in the PvP. You know what I mean? Like, imagine PUBG or Fortnite with 22 people in the huge freaking battle royale. It's like, I'm not gonna see anybody until the circle's all the way closed. That would just be annoying. PvP's, you know, so it's like, it's a dangerous thing because you get the people who are like, well, it's not about PvP. It isn't all about PvP for sure, but like... I mean, I don't know, I, I, but but the game is definitely about the danger and the threat of players being around you. You know what I mean? And me and Geeks were running around woods without a care in the world. And then you get the other side where I got people like I got I got so many people yesterday being like, man, if I did half the stuff that they do in raid, I would get one shot. It's like it's because you play prime time. You know what I mean? Like I got no one to shoot at me. So I'm, or, I'm begging yeah, or, someone to shoot at me right now. Yeah, or it's that you just don't fucking have the awareness or visibility yeah. or whatever, you know, every time I go factory, it's just full of chads. Yeah. Like, no, you get killed by a dude. That's got like that janky, <laughs> yeah. like level one or level two, like green armor. Yeah. That like, I don't know what that is. And you know that sometimes I'm like, was that guy wearing a fort? Dude, I've done and that a too. Full pack and the level two. And I'm like, Oh, he's level three. Like, Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but I, I feel like the elephant in the room for some people listening has to be that not long ago when I was getting into raids and getting fucking smothered instantly and I when we had talked about this and I was like yeah for be sure great if there were less players in raid for sure so now we're on the flip side no of, you're absolutely right it's it's there's a balance yes and it's hard to say where we are you're, in you're that balance absolutely right and once again like every conversation we have the conversation gets stop gapped up against some stupid tarkov mechanic and like uh, an example of that here is the spawns we want full raids when the raids are full the spawns are disgusting and we're like 
I would pay money for less PMCs in the raid. You know what I mean? Like, and then there's less PMCs in the raid, but there's nothing to do in the raid because you already have Kappa. So yeah. now you want more PMCs because there's nothing to do. There's no events. There's no reason to be in there's no reason to be experiencing the game outside of PvP when you have those things. So now you want it, you want it back up. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like, but but it's exactly that. When we've talked about that, when we've talked about how like Tarkov would feel better with less PMCs, there's always some sort of like, but you know, give us more to do in the raid. Um and, and it's exactly that. It's a balance between um it's a balance between the two. Their raids are really like two or dude, two or three dead woods raids, and I'm like yawning. I could I could have a juju IV, but I just like can't. Two or three dead woods raids, and I'm like falling asleep at my monitor. So I don't want that. That's but because it, woods but is way same, too big yeah, for the number of PMCs. Exactly. So if woods needs if there's more, only four people, you're statistically you'll never see anybody. Exactly, and that's where it comes down to is some maps simultaneously need more players and need less spawns or need better spawns. And that's where the rub comes in because when oh, you I need to do a because, video on spawns. Yes, because when you're getting cucked by spawns, all you can think of is there should be less players. And then when you get dead raids, all you're thinking is there should be more players. And sometimes it's both on woods. It's both. I feel like definitively woods needs more PMCs, but also in prime time, sometimes I can spawn woods, jump up on a rock and just wait and be like, Pew! <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, and that's why, again, I'm going to say this until I'm on my deathbed. The cycles system there allows the server to basically dynamically be like, we don't have to front load all the PMCs in all at once, but we can trickle them in and make sure that it's, you know, pretty, pretty full. I, I played the cycle for one day and I'm sure it, it just didn't catch me initially. I'm probably yeah. at some point I'll get, maybe I'll get cap and I'll just get bored and I'm not going to want to do Mario all the time. So I'll probably play a little yeah. bit of the cycle again, but I do have to say that part of it's, some of it's the stream, like the tempo of I like having two to three minutes to work on a song or pull out my guitar or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, is that these kinds of games, like my, I'm on like 110% with my brain. So it's like, I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to get exhausted. Yeah. You get into a raid, all of a sudden, instantly you press a button, you're back into a raid. Like, that's fantastic. But at the same time, it's also like, fuck, you know, like, it's almost like I'm out of breath. Yep. Um. So... Again, it's like everything else. I feel like there's a middle ground, and maybe that should just be like I won't hit the button. And I'll give exactly. myself a twenty, a, a two minute fucking break. You and know? that's why games like the Cycle and potentially Tarkov have a lot of potential there because, like, there is a lot to do outside of the game if you want to yeah. be outside of the game. It's just player choice. Me choosing, I want to spend some time outside of the game to either just debrief from a raid, sell a bunch of stuff that I've been saving on the flea market, craft a bunch or whatever. And then when I want to go game time, I can be game time without these eight to 10 minute chunks in between. It's just better. You know what I mean? Same with the cycle. Cycle's got their own little hideout deal. Like you could just vibe there and, and check out your little hideout modules, all the different things you're crafting, all the different tasks from all the people, where your reputation is. There's a lot but to if you do. get in and die right away, you can get right back you in. Get right back in if you want to. It's so easy. Just like you got an inventory, gun, meds, back in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, so. I'm going to have to get used to that because that's one of the things. Like I just don't know all the hotkey, like the double clicking versus right clicking. Yeah. Like a lot of the things I'm just not efficient with. So I like open up my inventory and I'm like, okay, that's a backpack. Let me put that yeah. in. Wait, nope, nope. I always end up with a backpack like in my inventory not like <laughs> equipping it like stupid shit like yeah, that yeah yeah 
I start to go in and everybody's like, you have no ammo. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, it's just like, I'm just not used to the icons and stuff. You so. can you can die. If if two people died, one person died in the... If Desmond died in the cycle, because Desmond's been playing a lot of the cycle, and I died in Tarkov, Desmond would be in another raid in the cycle before I got back to my stash. <laughs> like, I'd get the little spin wheel, and then yeah. I have to click heal, and I'm like, wait, where did he kill me from? And I click... Click, 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 click. And Desmond would be deploying into another raid. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's crazy. If you want to be game time in the cycle, you can be game time. <laughs> I played for a few hours, and I couldn't get a single kill. I got in a bunch of fights, couldn't get a single yeah. kill. And maybe that's gear-related. I'm sure most of it is just, like, my aim is shit. Yeah. And It's so um, hard. It's so hard because everybody wants to say, how does this compare to Tarkov? But it's... Everybody's really quick to make that, but it's it's really hard to quickly judge a game with a completely different gear, completely different time to kill, completely different like gear. Like it's much more traditional, you know, like green, blue, purple, you know, exotic, like which and, I still don't know how the color system. So, I never played a game like that. <laughs> and so it's really hard to to judge because it's like their their philosophies on combat are different, right? Tarkov's philosophy is, you know, Makarov can kill the guy with the slick you lack, and the philosophy of the cycle is if you've got a scrapper and this guy's got purple armor, it's just going to take more shots. Additionally, like, what some people, like what the Rust community like a lot is the, like, every gun has an, an like, a spray pattern. Like, a full auto AK and Russ will make the exact same spray pattern every time. So you can reverse that and yeah, like completely CSO. control the recoil. The cycle is like that. Like you could yeah. just go in and you could master a weapon in the cycle and it be a laser beam. But that's not like Tarkov where like a brand, like if you gave a brand new player, you know, an old meta HK, they have a laser beam. But in the cycle and in Rust and in CS, if you see them with a laser beam, you think, oh, they put a thousand hours behind that gun to master yeah. that thing. So so it's so hard to compare the combat styles of Tarkov in the cycle because it's like, I don't know, man, they're just they're so different. And it does feel clunky and, and different for sure. Um, one, one of the things that I noticed because I'm new to the game, like a lot of people, um, but I'm sure that it's something I haven't noticed about Tarkov, but... I'm sure that everybody new experiences this in Tarkov and it's I have the option to put these attachments on guns or to to you know buy this gun or buy that gun and it's like I've got 30,000 credits. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know what that is. Yeah. Am I fucking rich? <laughs> Can I buy a boat with this or is this one sniper rifle? And yeah. also when I go in and I pick up these random things that I don't know if I'm going to need for quests, I don't know if they're super rare. Yeah. I don't know whatever. What are they worth? You know, so so much of the time is just figuring out like what the fuck is a dollar worth? Yeah, 100%. You know? Um at some point I feel like a game is going to have to be like i think there's some something that some game could do to make that experience that learning experience in some yeah. way you know like maybe it's not like credits maybe it's like or i mean maybe they could just abstract it out to be like the best gun cost 10 the worst gun cost one yeah i mean it probably it is wouldn't hard. work but it's hard because similar to tarkov something. there's just a billion things like, yeah. like the the advice you'd give to a new Tarkov player, you would need in the cycle, which is like, take everything, but when you run out of space, sell everything. 
because yeah, you might need 17 optic glasses for the later quests, but you don't know that now. You might never get to those later quests. So don't let it, I tell that to people all the time. They're like, you know, I got standard edition stash. My stash is full of screwdrivers and bolts and I don't know what to take or sell. I'm like, sell everything you don't want to use right now. Yeah, you're going to be pissed you did that later when you're like, oh, I can't find bolts. But it's like, you're, don't let your brand new first couple raid experiences by, be so weighed down by wondering when you need long screwdrivers in Tarkov. Like, there are so many more things you need to be mastering, you know what I mean, in Tarkov. Than, yeah. So it's the same thing. There's so many items. And you, you're right, though. The game doesn't really tell you that you're just like inundated with items and some of them are purple and some of them are blue and some of them actually serve no purpose. Like some of them like, but I only know that from talking to geeks who's played a lot more than me. He's like, Oh, just sell that. That has no purpose. And it's like, but then this thing you need for seven quests. And I'm like, ah. you know what I mean? It's there's yeah. at the beginning. You just need to basically say, I'm going to make a million bad financial decisions yeah. because there's, you could spend your whole day looking at a wiki or a price guide or whatever do you really want the game to be like that? Just grab everything and then, you know, figure out what you want to do. If it's, if it's, you know, once you play for two, three, four hours, you'll get a sense for like, these are yeah. the, you know, Apollo cigarettes where I found 8 million of them. And I know that if I need them for a quest, yep, I'll find them because I find three every raid as opposed to this thing I've only seen once. Maybe I should hold on to it. Yep. You know, um, so yeah, yep. I'm. Hey, did you ever play? Did you ever play in the storm? Is that a game or no, is no, that no, like no. a, it's like a, it's, a it, feature? It's what happens. Like, so like every once in a while, um, every once in a while, a storm will come through the cycle. And it's not like a storm, like a uh, battle royale thing where it shrinks the map at all. It's just a storm that it gets rainy. It gets super dark this crazy like energy lightning strikes and you get struck by lightning and it does a ton of damage to you. Um, more powerful, so. more powerful versions of the AI come out and like, mm. it's like, it's brutal. So it basically the game is like, get inside. Oh, also during the storm, which lasts maybe like six minutes, five or six minutes, you can't extract. They're like, the ship can't come oh, in because the storm, yeah. do you know what they're doing? That's when they respawn everything. They push everybody indoors, and then they they respawn the loot. Oh, that's fucking genius! Genius, bro. They respawn the loot and whatever AI. Like if this whole area was farmed of AI and you know whatever, they freaking it's. So then they almost like they don't need dude. to stop a server every five hours yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, it's yeah, also a it's also a um, catalyst to get people out. Like every time the storm comes in, I'm like, I'd rather just get out, dump these quest items, and get back into another raid. So it pushes people out of the map. The people that are left are all in concentrated area indoors, and they can do a whole lot server-side during that time. It's freaking that's, genius. Bro. That's smart. I mean, they could they could theoretically do something like that in Tarkov with, like, radiation or yes. whatever. Like, make it so that it was, like, like yeah, realistic. and Or um, the fog. Remember what that fog event they did? Remember they, the wipe where they had all seven bosses on reserve and then one day we woke up and they were like, there's I a fog event and you couldn't see six inches in front of your face. They could I do a similar thing that like that, right? Like if, if that came through, yeah, I would go inside. I would go I would go fine. I'd go into interchange or into dorms. I would I would go inside. I'd be like, screw this. But I think in order to be effective, it would need to like force them inside. Yeah. So that's why I said radiation. Yeah. 
because then some people would just bring in a T7 or whatever and then be like, I'm going to be the smart guy outside. So yeah. it almost would need to be like, if you want to be outside, great, but you can only survive 30 seconds. So either they all die yeah. or, you know. Yeah, well, even in even in uh, the cycle, like uh, the AI during the storm have a chance to drop charged versions of the things they drop and you need those for quests later. So like later, yeah, sure. it doesn't, you had, you do have, but it's, but they know so few people at any given time are going to be out that they can still effectively, you know, do the map. Yeah, yeah. But but I agree. And I functionally at a high level, I agree with you. Some sort of radiation, a temperature thing, which they've done before, a fog thing, which they've done before, something that pushes people inside that allows them to do things. It's hard because in Tarkov, so much more of the loot is inside anyway. Dorms, yeah. interchange, resort. If everybody was in there, you know what I mean? You wouldn't really be able to respawn the loot as effectively. But oh, dude, imagine if you that, had to go on woods like underground or reserve underground because even if you're in a building above ground, yeah, the radiation is gonna fuck you up. Or labs having to go down into labs or something like that. Like it's yeah. or two factory. Like, yeah. At a high level, it's just a really I hadn't realized that was what the storm was for. And I was like, that's a really interesting way to push people out of the map and and to, yeah, to use that to respawn AI, respawn loot, do stuff like that. Super freaking interesting, bro. So they'll, they respawn even if you're in the raid, right? It's not just to get people to exfil. No, correct. You, you will, you, stuff will spawn in the raid. So like a few times. You just um, don't have to worry about anyone seeing it pop in. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. like Geeks has played raids so like the cycle, we we know the cycle are six hour servers. Like Geeks has played raids where it's like you have twenty minutes to leave. Like yeah, like I've never even played a raid like, like that. But that's, yeah, that's the exactly that this server is shutting down. And aside from that message, he can still go to the areas he needs to go and know he can reliably farm loot. If he got there right after a player did, there wouldn't be anything, of course. But yeah. even at the, even in the fifth hour, in the fifth and a half hour, there's loot. Like, they respawn the loot multiple times throughout. Um, but I've never seen it pop in. I've never seen in a cycle game. I've never seen it pop in. It's just you go to a place and you're like, I need to kill AI here. I don't. There's no AI here. Somebody must have been here. There's no loot here. You just move on to the next place. I've never seen stuff pop in. I've never. But it, but it works. But it mm. works, dude. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I uh, this isn't really a great segue, but I figure I might as well just toss it in now. Um, I I hadn't experienced this when you were whining, complaining about it, <laughs> and now I am tell me one eight billion percent on. Oh, I'm so the interested. side of I fucking hate shotguns, dude. Right now, it's the new Mosin. It is. And and maybe maybe this is, you know, I'm the guy I'm not going to tweet about it because I know I'm just digging myself into a shit pit, you know? So mm. I'm not going to tweet, but I, I complain about it on stream because when I go into a factory, yep. now it's like the old days with the Mosin where it's a dude with a packa mm -hmm. and flechette and mm -hmm. I've got a million ruble kit. Mm -hmm. And I just they can pop, go pop dead boom, boom, with flechette. Yep. Absolutely. And it's like it's it's and, and so um and maybe we can you know, talk about the history of Tarkov after this, because we can talk about the Mosin. Um, but I talked about that um, in the history of Tarkov, how when the Mosin came out, we were all stoked because at the time, yeah. were you playing then? Oh, yeah. At the time, there were two sniper rifles yep. in the game. 
There was the SVD. Um, sorry, the SV98 and the DVL. Yep. The DVL was a quarter of a million rubles, <laughs> yeah. and the SV98 had trigger delay, like a fucking full second trigger delay, bad, and it was 100,000 rubles. Was bad. So imagine trying to get sniper level 6 or level 7 when you have to spend a quarter million or, best case, 100,000 on just god-awful guns. And then they came out with the Mosin, and it was 13,000 rubles. <laughs> yeah. And this is before they before we had 85 chest yes, AP, one tap. Uh, chest HP. So it was almost always a one tap center mass. And it also feels like I don't know why, but I just don't remember like arms being Never. like arm like back in the day. No, it was center mass. You got shot with the you were they were die. Yep. And, and that and that could be anecdotal and I might be forgetting, but it just seemed like now arms soak up so much damage. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if there's something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but it's the Mosin all over again, yeah. where it's a bunch of people that can that have an equal chance. And sure, this is what Tarkov's all about, right? Yeah. But I, I sort of disagree. Yeah. It, it it just it just really sucks where there are people who are arguably more effective because when I have a DMR, I need to hit you two to three times in your chest because one might hit your arm. Yeah. Or I need to hit a headshot when you're moving like this. It's like impossible. Yeah. With flechette. You'd close your eyes and just point in the right, like, yeah. compass direction, you, and they're going to die. Dude, you know what would be a great you know would be a great YouTube video for you to make because you're really good at factory? Like, blindfold yourself and bring a shotgun and see if you can get a kill just on audio. Just sound whore people. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, no, ma maybe run upstairs into, like a, like, a place and then put the blindfold on and just see if you can just, like, bah, bah, you know, just, like, sound whore somebody in flechette. That would be a. I would watch that video YouTube of you doing that all day. Yeah. See, the problem was I could do that with like a P90 also. Yeah, I know, but yeah, but but, but yeah, I mean that's. Anyways, yeah, I like that. Anyways, you're absolutely right. It's and dude, and it's I've had this conversation, and it's hard because you get the no disrespect, but you get the bros that are in there that it's like, well, that's what Tarkov's about. You know, there there sh there should be a counter to everything, and without that, we don't have a counter to the slicks. We don't have a counter to the Altons. Uh, you know, I don't have time to play and I want to be able to, to be competitive. I get it. I don't have all the answers, but I'm telling you, this is my new favorite thing to say because it's true, by the way. You, you can, the fact that you can get a double barrel shotgun for cheaper than the price of a water bottle from Therapist in this game is broken. Like, yeah. you should, yes, everything should have a counter. But the, the water bottles are 12,000 rubles and a double barrel shotgun is 8,000. And the fact that you can bring that in and with Magna Buck, you only need two bullets to put down literally anybody in the game because of leg mm -hmm. shots. It's crazy. It's crazy. We didn't really talk. Uh, we didn't really talk about the. Um, yeah, there's no counter for a water yeah, bottle. Yeah, what's so the checkmate? <laughs> checkmate. Checkmate atheists. <laughs> <laughs> um. We didn't really talk about the Raider event, but like I tweeted out a picture just a just a meme. I was like Raider event looking real lit, and my backpack. I had four double barrel shotguns in my backpack. I did a factory raid, and I wiped the lobby, and every single person had a double barrel shotgun. And it's yep. like, it's just, and so people come in, and I'm like, it's definitively the best new player gun, especially for close range maps like factory. Like I can't recommend anything better than that to you. It's it's. It's but I hate it. But yeah. I get it. You used to use be the it, Mosin and I'm not mad you, at like, you, but I hate it very much. Like Yeah, so I mean here's here's the thing. 
Um, what I think a lot of people don't realize is they they see one side of it, especially if you're either lower level, you're casual, yeah. or you're new. They wanna they are excited about the shotguns, and it makes it so that they can do all this cool shit. But they don't realize that if if you know their goal, a lot of those people's goals is I want to be able to get late game and unlock all this cool yes, shit. I know exactly where you're going. It's it ruins that for you because you're gonna be like, I just unlocked this fucking cool stuff, and now I can use the mutant, and now yeah. I can. And then you're gonna yeah. you're gonna start dying to all the people that are level five yeah. using if you so it makes it so that if you survive you get nothing but a bunch of fucking scab shotguns with fifty percent durability yep. or you die to them and, and they get all of the shit and so they it's end literally up either vendoring it all or uh, letting it sit in their stash forever. Yep. You know what I mean? Like if like yeah, exactly. Like if you want to feel ex yeah, exactly that. Like I I challenge you. If you want to feel the other side of the argument, the next time you double barrel somebody with a mutant and a slick, take that into factory. And yeah, so that I can fucking feel, get a chance to and get it back. Feel that pain of getting double barreled, you know what I mean? Because you're like you're exactly right. They, they you want to use it as a tool to advance. Right. Like, of course, like you want to advance your level, you want to advance and get better gear. But would you like to then encounter this when you have that better gear? You know what yeah. I mean? Or else yeah. it's and that's what's crazy. It's like, I know that this sounds crazy and ridiculous. And once again, people are going to be super pissed that the, the people that love the shotgun are going to be super pissed. And I'm not trying to stir the pot. But like, just just uh, walk this theory craft with me. Like, if Magnum Buck's damage was reduced by 50%, it would, the community would freak out. But if that was the only experience you had with Magnum Buck, people would still rate it as one of the best budget guns in the game. Like, it, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's. I wish I saw Magnum Buck, though. I only see Flechette. Really? I see a lot of Everybody Magnum. runs Flechette. Every, I, don't, I literally just delete Flechette yeah. now. I, I mean, don't even pick it up. I, Flechette, but, but, like, but just as a case study, because you could do Flechette as well. Like, if you, if you yeah, yeah, yeah. reduce the, the, the flesh damage of it by half, it would still be incredibly effective. Like, if I told you that you could buy a gun for 12,000 rubles and three to four shot, Anybody in the game, like, like if out of the context of we just talked about shotguns for 10 minutes, you'd be like, ooh, which one is that? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And if I was like, yeah, it's a nerfed shotgun, you'd be like, no, don't take my shotgun. But, but it's true. Like if, if I told you that, but it just, it's just, dude, it is, it really is crazy. It's so easy and they're so, and they're so cheap and, 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 and it's the, it's the caliber that has the most viable rounds. Everybody's always talking about. 762 BP's great everything else sucks 556 all the rounds suck you know M80 is terrible this wipe but like there are so many viable shotgun rounds like AP20 still slaps Flechette is ungodly Magnum Buck is destructive like you can even get away with 7 7 millimeter because that's not that much worse than Magnum Buck yeah so and you can get 7 millimeter for like 22 rubles around <laughs> like it's great so so i guess we need to be you know, not just to be fucking out ahead of the goddamn comments, but, you know, I, I think to be honest and fair. Is this conceptually different, better, the same, whatever, as the people that I think we've not necessarily criticized, but we've commented yeah. on 
complaining about the meta guns yeah. and you know like mutants or whatever um you know ha- let's just talk about how is it different yeah is it any better because it's you know maybe the the new people feel like they're getting killed by chads everywhere and they yeah. hate, they hate getting maybe part of it just to boil it down it's i hate seeing the same shit every raid yeah you know like i'd almost rather like I mean, maybe the solution is like make fucking dog tags great again or something yeah, like yeah. Um, because there's no reward when you outplay the nerd with a double barrel shotgun. Yeah. Other than you want to you want to grab my shit gun that you don't want to use because yeah. you've had access to it from day one. And no, I bought I it for eight thousand rubles. So you're going to vendor it for two thousand. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so you're going to get it back at insurance. It's going to cost you nothing to insure. And you're just going to have a billion shotguns. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what the, what, what the solution yeah. is. And this goes and back. I, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. I was just going to say, I don't know if or how this is conceptually different from, you know, the thing that we were kind of being critical of, yeah. you know, over the last few weeks, which is people complaining about the meta guns, yeah, whether they were mutant or whatever, I, I I but I do think if every raid I was dying to a Chad with a mutant in factory, then that would also mean sure. that fifty percent of the time I kill a guy and I get access to a mutant. I'd be yeah. that'd be dope, you know? Yes. I think that's very important. I think that's a very important distinction because you're right. On some level, it would feel very similar if all you ran into were mutants. But even on that and that similarity would be that it was boring. It's boring to just kill people with shotguns and it's it's boring to just kill people with mutants. The thing is is that there's a reward. Exactly. Like I can vendor a mutant for 150,000 rubles. I can save the 762 BP. I can vendor the mags if that dude has an Alton the the, the Alton vendors for 130,000 rubles, you know what I mean? You kill a guy with a good kit, you can vendor half of it, keep the other half and still come out with 3 to 400,000 rubles of profit. And if you kill two or three people, well now you're sitting pretty. And I think that is an, a distinct difference is in that there is a reward. And so we've talked about many times, and I'm down to talk about it again, but yeah, freaking dog tags, there's so much um, there's so much that you could do with them. Um, the other reason, the, so the other thing I think is different as far as like, I couldn't tell if you were getting at this too, but like, is it different that we are being critical of other people being critical of guns and then we were critical of guns? And I think part of it is like, to go back to the whole meta, is like, I'm most critical about the game here in an outlet where I can qualify my statements, elaborate on them, and provide suggestions. And I do think that's Not different than Twitter. complaining in Twitch chat exactly. or Twitter. Exactly. And I can do that off as a sounding board off of another human being that can then call me out and be like, well, no, what did you think about this? And I'm like, oh, shoot, yeah, I didn't even think about that. And then I can instantly maybe correct a mistake, whereas you, mis- you make a mistake in a tweet, you're going to get 600,000 people say that that mistake, the first four people you're going to respond to and say, yeah, you're right. I made a mistake. And then you're just going to be like, screw it. You know what I mean? So, so even in that aspect, I think like there's a time and a place for everything, right? Like, and being critical of the game in a place where we can actually talk about it is very different in my opinion than being hypercritical, not saying you can't or shouldn't be critical of the game on Twitter. You do whatever you want. I'm just saying, this is why I choose to do it here. Um, but going back to the, the dog tags and the reward. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's, that's part of it. 
And I mean, I, I wish they were fucking like not even 1,000 rubles a level, but like 5,000 <laughs> rubles a level. Like you're yeah. taking another person's life. You're risking your own life. It, yeah. Just make it so you can't take your fucking teammate's dog tag so that 100%. you can't. You can't farm it unless you're just five of you all trying to Q snipe each other. And yep. if you want to do that, fine. Like, yeah, honestly, fuck them, you know, there are easier um, ways to make money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just, dude, very, it, uh, barters as well. We've talked about this many times, dude. You can make barters. You can make the best barter, the most like, the most like ruble to item. You can make the best barters for dog tags. And just as it's as simple as the word unique, unique dog tags. You can't pick up your friends, and they, the dogs have to be unique. That means you have to and go. And let me let me trade ten for a fucking RSAT. Exactly. Like they could be good barters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that way, freaking uh, lower level people can get stuff too. You know what I mean? By just finding dog tags, and then you could do it. They like they have it. Scale up. You know, ten over over level fifty dog tags, and you can get a slick. Or ten over level 50, 40 dog tags, and you can get a mutant or something. Um, and then, and, and then another way that this is similar is, once again, I was talking about how, like, a lot of the people that may tweet something adjacent to, you know, the guns suck, you know, the gun balance, I hate just dying to mutants and stuff like that. When you actually like, get in and talk to those people, they want what I want, too, which is, like, variety, right? They, they want to not die to mutants every day, too. It's just hard. Where I get in the weeds is it's hard because it's, like, if just use more guns, you know what I mean? Like... Like I, I get frustrated when people come in and they're like, you know, five, five, six sucks. I'm like, no, five, five, six is like, like I, when we get up to that level, in my opinion, it's like, we're talking like percentage points. Like, you know what I mean? Like seven, six, two BP is a few percent better than five, five, a one, five, five, six. I think that people think it's broken. Like yeah, they think it's bugged because it was at the beginning of the way. Yeah, I don't know exactly what people think about it, but that, that that's the gist, either directly or indirectly, that I've gotten from people when they talk about 556. Five, a lot of it is, I shot the scav in the head, and he didn't die. Yeah. When it was, I mean, they hit him in the neck, and yeah. I don't understand height overboard but or something. Been, I don't know. This wipe, it's been 556, five, but for the past three wipes, I don't know about you, but what have people been saying about 545? Five, five, AKs. 545 is trash, man. It's trash. It lets yeah. me down all the time. I, I was running with Ben. I grabbed a 74M with the waffle suppressor. I had a few 60 rounders of BS. He died. I killed six PMCs. Chads, dude. Chads. Yeah. I'm like, and I always, I always, every time I yell at Chad, I'm like, the AK sucks, doesn't it? Like, not like at the end of the day, and, and that's where I want to like talk to some of these guys, like the level 73s. Like, if you're level 73, you've got to know that at the end of the day, 99% of a fight is position, position and, ac Who shot and accuracy. First? Yeah. yeah. Position and accuracy. It's it's knowing, it's being able to know the map, know where the person is if they engaged on you and missed their shots, the the skill and ability to be able to flick over to them. Like, th like that's 99% of a fight. You know what I mean? Like, 1% of fights is, you know, like, I, I would say that's vastly, vastly less than 1% of fights come down to the 6% difference between 5.5A1 and BP. So yeah. few of your fights come down to that specifically. So that's where it's like everybody wants variety. Everybody wants the meta to be a, a whole slew of guns so that it's, you know, fun to run into whatever. But I'm just like, then use the variety because I don't think Tarkov will ever be a game where 55A1, 762BP, 545BS are all exactly the same when it comes to time to kill. That would actually be an interesting experiment. Like tier, you know what I mean? 
have three tiers. You know what I mean? What's the BT tier, the BS tier, and the Agolnik tier of each caliber? I mean, they and are. Make their that's damage effectively and pen the exactly the same. Oh, but then you get fire raid and muzzle. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just too look complicated at the pen, to be balanced. Look at the pen and damage. Yeah. Pretty much every bullet will kill you through most level three, level four, level five armors in two to four shots. Yeah. So, uh, or one to two headshots or whatever. It, yeah. It's, they're all so similar, which, I mean, the only thing that comes to mind is it's how fucking stupid and annoying um, the complexity of the system yes. is when yeah, it just yeah. boils down to this one takes three shots, but it takes 0.4 seconds. This one's three shots, but it takes 0.47 seconds. Yes. You know, yes. you're essentially just saying fire rate is what matters. Yeah. Um, which so, is why the P90 and the MP7 do, do so good. Yeah. But also, it's access to ammo. Access is nobody that's what use, I was going to bring nobody up. Nobody uses 9 mil. There'd be so many more guns that the MP9, the. Yeah. The fact uh, that you, you know, can only buy 90 rounds of 5.5A1, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Access is definitely a huge thing. I have 3,000 rounds of 7.62 BP. Yeah. And, and like to make a, a. Another part of it is how annoying. And I think we see this. It's so much easier to. Buy a little, buy some flechette, buy a double barrel shotgun, and go into a raid than it is to mod an M4 to where it's controllable. It takes yes. 25 fucking minutes yes. because there's, you need to replace every part on the gun and then add 15 more parts. Yep. You know, but, you know, and this is like, the, right now, the fact that shotguns are the cheapest and easiest things, there's no reason to run anything else. No. Where the Mosin is three times the price, and it's it's you're not people used to be able to do this, and now you can't. When you run up against the Chad and you go bang, if it's not a headshot, you're gonna go click, click, yeah, bang, click, and they're just gonna go, they're gonna get hit and then go, brrr, and you're yeah, dead. You're dead with a shotgun and a saga, you can just go <laughs> and you're fucking dead, dead, right? yeah. Um, so, so I mean. And those rounds also have the most of the annoying back-end stats that we don't see, like aim punch and camera yeah. and camera recoil and all that stuff that there is no, like, you get hit from a shotgun and it feels like like my game just imploded. I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I can't see anymore. You know, a, one Magnum Buck grazed my face shield and I've got seven cracks in it. I'm, I've got a concussion. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what the hell? It's it's It has all of those things too. And you can shoot it fast. And it's cheap, and it's readily available. And if you aim anywhere on the like from their waist to five feet above their head, yeah, you will make their hundred thousand ruble helmet face shield instantly. You're blinded. Yeah, you know, um, I've never been one of those people to bring in like an extra Alton face shield. Like yeah, never yeah. been that guy. But it's like if I'm gonna run an Alton, I think I'm gonna buy a fucking extra face shield. Yep. Now most of the time. I wear an Alton and I just die to stomach shots yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah, leg shots. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. It. Uh, I'm trying like not to be hypocritical, but at the same oh, yeah. time, it's, it's like I. Yeah. I just hate how. It, it's it's all the things combined. I I it takes me 20 minutes to build a gun that I'm stoked about. I bring in all my good shit, which takes me fucking three and a half years. Yeah. I get into a raid. I spawn in in glass hallway, run five feet. And then get sprayed down with flechette to a level fucking fourteen. Yep. You know, and then it's it's either that or I kill him and three of his buddies, and they all have stock Glocks, or yeah. you because get, they're doing the pistol quest, or everyone else is doing the shotgun stuff. 
Yeah, you get um, 14,000 rubles cumulatively off of dog tags, and you have three double barrels. You don't know what to do. And you spent 70,000 rubles on ammo. I spent more on insurance than everybody else's gear in the entire <laughs> yeah. raid and dog tags combined. And their insurance combined. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's hard because it's it's definitely a don't hate the player, hate the game. Like, when people are like, dude, I'm new and I have to do this quest on Factory, I'm like, dude, bring a freaking shotgun. It's your best chance for success. I want you to succeed too. But, yeah, man, it's uh, it just seems it seems like nobody's really talking about it. It 100% keeps me off Factory. Every single time I play Factory, I love that map. And I love, and I play it mostly when there are PV, when there's any sort of PvP catalyst there. When there's an event that does it, you are going to get shotgunned in the leg, but you're going to have a much higher percentage than normal of other people trying to engage with the event and bringing gear. And it's so fun, man. It's so, Factory is such a good map. It's super fun. But I just like, it's just like two, three raids in a row. I get shotgunned and lose exactly a half a million ruble kit. It doesn't matter how much money I have. It's not gear fear. It's just like, it's just why, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and I think another part of it too is, I mean, it, it feels like a conspiracy theory when I say it. So I, so I, I recognize that I don't actually like believe it, but whenever it feels like whenever I run a shotgun, I'm like, fuck it. You know, I all, I've got like 27 double barrels. Cause I just been taking them off yeah. of dudes. And then I'll go in and I'll go blah, 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 blah. And I'll get insta killed. And it's like, how do all these fucking newbies yeah. take me down and I can't, the moment I see someone with a fucking level three armor, they're, you know, unkillable. Um, yeah. So that's all, it's also like, if you can't beat them, join them. Well, I just don't feel, it. it's yeah. this weird dichotomy. Maybe I just need more practice with them. But it's, it's just a weird dichotomy of everybody's great with this shotgun. And then if I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do the same thing. All of a sudden I can't, yeah. and maybe they only win. 10% of the time, but when they win 10% of the time, they get 500% yeah, so much. Yeah. The, the reward. The so maybe they go in and they get instinct by, you know, killed by the Chad. Um, I think they do. Maybe I, I'm just the unlucky. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I kill four of them and then I die to the fifth one, yes. which feels equally as shitty. Yes. But and so I do every think, raid I'm dying to one. I do think that's what know. it is. Your survival rate's going to be mad low for sure because you're also very easy to kill. You know what I mean? If you went in with a slick and an alt and a double barrel, well, then it's like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? But like, you're very easy to kill as well. But it's exactly that. It's like, if I'm bringing a half a million ruble kit, I have to win so many times to net positive on that kit. But if you bring it that you don't have to, like you can win 5% of the time and still come out way ahead. You know what I mean? I also yeah. think it's like so funny that just like, absolute dog nuts argument which is like countering shotguns is easy just shoot them at range like until you're in like dorms that well, or you're playing factory it's like that assumes you like know where every single person is at all times and what gun they're using that's the thing about shotguns by the time you know they're running one you're dead or they're dead 98% yeah. of the time there, like, there's very few like, oh, he's got a shotgun. I'm not going to repeat that. I'll go this way. It's like he was either in my face and I won the fight or he was in my face and he won the fight. You know what I mean? It's like that assumes you literally know where every enemy is at all times and know what they're running so you know who to engage with range. It's like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? It's, like, it's, it's uncounterable on 90% of the maps other than like woods. And I'm not, I'm not never complaining about dying to shotgun on woods. 
it's in dorms. It's yeah. in factory and, you know, even in labs, I see people running. Yeah. I saw my first hatchling. I the saw, other day dude, I saw my labs. first hatchling on woods the other day. It's like, oh, I mean, I've, I've been seeing, oh, actually, this is another thing. I actually talked to Nikita about this because I saw a really weird pattern all day yesterday and the day before. I would spawn in the factory and I would instantly hear a grenade go off or I would just hear someone like, oh, and I'd run over and there'd be a level 48 with no gear and their dog tag just said died. What? I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and then I had a few people send me a couple of links and I, because um, I told Nikita at first, I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but like, there seems to be a pattern of all of these high level people going in naked and then killing themselves like just or just disconnecting. And then someone sent me a link mm. to one of those cheat websites where they literally have scripts, automated scripts where you could set it up overnight. It goes and clicks, blah, 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 enters you into a map, grabs a grenade or buys a grenade, spawns you in, throws it at the ground. You're dead and brings you back in because so let, let me actually pull up the fucking what? website. Yeah, um, it, it has a few things. Um, lowers KD quickly. Oh, my God. Levels up health and vitality. Increases time in game. Um, and it's all automated. Of course, it's like fucking 15 to $30 for... Oh my god, a lifetime? So, oh my god, yeah. So, so I, let me tell you the conversation. So I told him the thing, and uh, I was like, um, and he's like, "That's strange." Okay, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's really bizarre." There's been there was for like two days there was one to two in every every raid. I'm like, "What is going on?" Now I haven't seen any today. Yeah. Um, and so he basically said some mystery that we don't know. So I was like, oh, and then I sent him the link to the website and he's like, but why? And then I pasted the bullet point list of things yeah. with a video also of like the script. Um, and he said, well, but why do they need a lower KD? And I said, probably because they use other cheats yep. and they don't want it to be blatant. Yep. And I said, there's lots of them out there because there's a million bots, suicide bots, stop manual bans. And he's like, that's bullshit. We don't look at KD. Mm. Like he straight. I don't think he was, yeah, lying. I, mean, I don't maybe, think I, he's lying. The only thing I can think of is I know for a fact that cheaters can see people's KD, and so they might yeah. wanna they might want to not appear as cheaters to other cheaters. Well, yeah. I mean, th while that's true, if you look, I'm, I'm looking at a link from one of the websites, and it literally says, "Keep your KD down." Like the title is stop manual bans or that's the Keep thing. Your survival rate yeah. and your kd low because they I mean, think that it it could straight up yeah be a freaking hustle by this guy i mean yeah 40 dollars yeah per you wife, know what i mean know? like if he, he if he can convince the cheaters that his thing helps them cheat longer when it doesn't at all my man is out there making fat stacks <laughs> and, and i mean that the best part is that like how do you even disprove it yeah if they don't ban you then it's almost like 
Yeah, if they don't it's ban almost like you, I sell you a magic pill. Yes, that w you're so you're not going to get cancer. Yes, it's way more likely that that they just don't get cancer anyway, and then they'll be like, this magic pill works. Yeah, you know, or, like or like uh, you never want to. People, uh, there's like a term for it, a psychological term for it. You never want to admit that you're wrong, so you're always willing to stretch the fantasy a little bit farther. If you don't get banned, you think it was money well spent. If you do get banned, you think it's because BSG found the cheat another way. So yeah, it was, like so it was never, money well spent either way to you. Yeah. And like... Yeah, so he said, <laughs> we don't look at KD, thing. that's bullshit. And I'm like, people aren't very smart. <laughs> Indeed. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, um, but, oh but I, I just thought that God. was, it just came to mind and was Snake worth mentioning. Snake oil on tap, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is that, like, imagine if you're spending $150 for a cheat. I can basically sell you any fucking bull. Yeah. Like, if you believe in energy crystals, I can also sell you the Vortex Tour. And, you know, like, the fucking, at that point, you have basically said, I'm the most gullible person on Earth. <laughs> You know, it's like, so true. It's so true. It's so true. Yep. Dude. Anyway, so did you uh, did you end up seeing the history of Tarkov video? Like, I was there anything? I haven't been oh, able okay. to watch it. I'm so sad. I love those videos, dude. It's just like I haven't had an hour yet to sit down and watch it. Um, but but this is the one I've been the most excited for because you're covering. It's point eight. Yes. And through the end of point ten. Which is 2018. Yeah. I And I came in in point nine. And, like, I saw the title was The Flea Market Changes Everything. So, like, this is the one I've been the most excited about, which is, like, what was happening when I was playing the game. Me being able to come in on the tail end of, like, quote-unquote legacy Tarkov, the pre-flea market, and then to hear you talk about that moment and, like, the shenanigans around the, the first iteration of the flea. I, this is the one I've been waiting for since you started this series. I'm so excited to watch it. Yeah, so to give a quick, like, I can just go through some of the yeah, chapters yeah, yeah. in the description to give you an idea. So, patch point eight, I talk about magazine reloading. Yeah. Face hitbox and ricochet chance was added. Interchange and ragman was added. Um, that's when the first kind of iteration of the gamma pistol glitch um, oh. happened. Uh, and then I have highlights for patch point eight. And then, so point nine was when paid exfils were added, Rashala was Rishala. added, flashbangs and smokes were added, um, and I talk about, like, flashbangs. Remember when when flashbangs came out, they had the same noise when they hit the ground as oh. frag grenades, and they basically popped instantly. You would throw it, pop. <clears throat> so basically, you would either be blinded instantly with no way of countering it. Like, in Counter-Strike, you can turn, you know, yeah. whatever. There was no way to counter it, and also... When they throw it, if they threw it directly at the ground, you'd be like, oh, fuck, and you'd run away, and it would be like, oh, it wasn't a frag. Yep. So yep. it was just really fucking annoying. Um, like an impact flash grenade. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's when scav leg meta was a thing. So then I talk about my video that, like, debunked scav leg meta was basically, like, that was the first iteration of, like, Veritas Science was me being like, something's wrong here. Um, so then after that, so after that, we were all excited for the Mosin. Everybody was stoked for the Mosin. Like, oh my God, yep. you know, for some reason, you know. Um, and then patch 10 came out and it was like the worst release day ever. There was just error after error after error, yep. all kinds of bugs and all kinds of whatever. Um, but they came out with a bunch of quality of life improvements. 
Um, that's when they came out with weapon retention. So oh. like, when you got in someone's face, it wasn't gone up in yep, the air. It was right up in the air. Yep. It shows me like there's a pillar in dorms and I'm like here. And then when I lean, it was like pulls it in, out, pulls yep. it in, out. So after the mechanics were added, it was pretty dope. Um, uh, the interchange roof glitch, the like cotton, like popularized with his video. Um, the uh, dolphin diving bug. I have a clip of it took me forever to find, by the way. Really? Um, I could find one video that was like an unlisted video. And there was nobody, no, nobody on Reddit really talking about it. I just remember it being like a thing um, where you'd prone, get up, prone, get up, prone, get up. And you just see people, three a three-man squad laying into this <laughs> naked dude. And he's just going, laying out, laying out, laying out. And he was invincible, like, invincible because his hitbox is like 20 feet underground. Oh, my um, God. That was the first time where they said, oh, we fixed zeroing an FOV when it wasn't fixed. Um, so they added oh, yeah. a hotkey for examining items. Um, no, actually, wait. I don't think they added that until later. That's when examining items was extra annoying, especially because they added the handbook then, too. So oh. you had all the ba- and there was no way to clear the badge unless yeah. you went, clicked expand and clicked yeah. on everything. That just sh- shed more light on the fact that examining required right click examine yep. right click yep. examine um uh scab bosses were totally broken and mega op which is basically like the default for all of the advanced ai right now yeah um that was the and after that was the item discard glitch so what would happen is if you were ho- hovering over an item and then backed out of your inventory and then opened your inventory and you discarded another item it would discard everything that you would highlight. I remember that. So there's a clip of a guy in an offline raid. He's got one of those, uh, the rigs, whatever the meta was for that rig uh, in your gamma. Oh, yeah, the Wartech. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he had a bunch of shit. It was like shotgun shells and bandages. And you see him hover over the thing, back out, hover, back out, hover, back out, hover, back out. And then he went and hit discard on the shotgun shells and all eight items discarded. And and I show a clip of me talking about like Bro. the three back in the day the three ten shoreline key spawning in the customs bus yeah. it was like my first raid of the patch I fucking found the three ten key it was like oh my god and yep. I have an old highlight video where it's like rip three ten key September twenty eighth to September twenty eighth because that raid I lost the key I literally found it and then discarded it on the first raid of the white because of that fucking bug oh my god um but yeah so there was that. Um, that's when the press kit was removed. And I actually talk about the press kit for like five minutes about Dude. how like everybody was butthurt for yep. like the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, that's when they added the MP7, when they added the Mosin. Then zeroing an FOV said was fixed, was still not fixed. Um, they nerfed scavs. The Mosin ended up being terrible. Um, then medical consumable animations, then the flea market. And pretty much Man. the rest of the the rest of the video, like 20 minutes, is about the flea market. So it was what um, a year. Yeah, so it basically what I talk about is how it used to be finding rare items or quest items before the flea. You needed to go into raids. I, I basically said the four ways. Your friends drop it for you. Um, you need to go in raids and find them. Or you buy them from traders. Or fence, which actually had use yep. you know, at the time because you could find sell their stuff. epsilons yeah, and yeah. shit, even on fence. Um, yeah, but... Uh, and then after the flea market, basically how the flea market changed the game, as well as a lot of the issues, priority sales, 
all the scams with oh priority sales. Oh, my God. Yeah. How you need to scroll through 10 pages before you'd get to, like, a white sale and not a gold sale. Yep. And um, then there was the it, countdown, the 10, like, the 10-second countdown. So you'd have to, yeah. I teased that. I basically said, because I'd also talk about flea market, the, mo the market bot and macro conspiracy. Oh, my God. And I basically said, I'm going to explain how this was all mostly bullshit. Yeah. Um, I'm still not convinced that there was more than like 12 bots. Yeah. Um, because. Yeah, but but basically we ended up with a whole bunch of annoying changes like the captcha and all that stuff, which still annoys us just as much as, as it annoys the scripts. Yep. Um, and uh, I just realized how easy it would be to write a script to get past the <laughs> the fucking captcha. I mean, all you need to do is be able to identify like the reason why captchas work is because you can't easily have like image recognition on a blurry jagged yeah. set of characters or whatever, but it's trivial to add recognition to 300 specific things. Yeah. And then with a little bit of OCR, which is um, optical character recognition. So it could be like, it says you want me to find the golden clocks and then just look for the golden Access, click. Yeah. So it's just annoying. If you happen to click buy, 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 buy. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm building a gun and I had to buy everything individually or whatever. So, yeah, Dude, um, I used to me and me and my buddy used to spend hours just chilling on the flea market, buying low and selling high 3M armors, ammo. Dude, it was nuts. I would just sit on the 3M armor because nothing was found in raid yet. You could buy something off the flea off the flea and use it for a quest. I would just try and snipe any low uh, 3M armors and I'd relist them and I would just freaking print money. Yeah, so I talk also about, so Pestily in the first like 48 hours demonstrated that you can completely manipulate the market. At the time, initially when it started, there was dynamic pricing. So the pricing of of traders. Yes. Was, so oh, I forgot it, it was, about this. This was totally broken because what would happen is when the trader would reset, the the price wouldn't initially reset, but what you could get when you sold it would. So what Pestley did is he grabbed some like fucking nine by 18 round that nobody, nobody uses, uses and sold them millions of these bullets because you could just buy them infinite him and like 300 community members for a hundred thousand rubles around. And then it got to the point where you could buy that bullet from prop war for like 30 rubles and then instantly turn around and sell it to mechanic for 90 rubles. So between that and him racing, because he got to so the level Salua, 40 in yeah. one day, getting Salewa's getting, and I actually Googled it because I've been saying Salua forever, but I did the little Google thing and it's Salewa. Salewa, yeah, I keep being told that, but Salewa for life. Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> um, so it was that, it was Morphine and the yeah. 60 round mags, and he made three and a half billion rubles yeah. in one day. And then, so I didn't actually talk about this in the video, but Nikita, that's when Nikita put limits um, on those items, which didn't solve the problem because then rather than having three people all selling an infinite amount, yes. you had 7,000 people all selling three. Yes. It was still the same price gouging. Yeah. Um, but Nikita then came in after he put those things and said, make the money disappear. Yeah. Stop it. So I think he gave a bunch out and then he deleted a bunch too, which actually kind of sucks because you fucked the whole market because that money came from yeah. other people's stashes. Yeah. 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 So it was essentially like and the opposite of printing the, money. He burned the yeah. money and he made all that money, uh, underselling because like it was him and only a few other people that had access to the Salua's and everybody else was selling the Salua's for like 75,000 rubles a pop. 
and he would just sell them for like 30,000 rubles a pop. It was still well, way afterwards. overpriced for a Salua, but he was still printing money. Well, that was afterwards. By the time he got to the 60-round mags, that like prep yeah, order, he was selling those for a reasonable price, but he was the first one to, to get sold. He was selling the Soleil was a hunt for 100,000 and the Morphine's for 100,000. Um, and people would be like, this it's so much easier to just spend a hundred thousand yeah. and be done with your quest yeah. than to have to go to shoreline ten times to find because that used to be the only way. Yep. Shoreline first floor was where yeah. you found medical there, items. Yeah, there's so many medical spawns on customs, not how it used to be, bro. It was shoreline first floor if you wanted medical items. That was it, or you'd have to get amazingly lucky and have it spawn in like a scavs. Yeah, there was that there was that whatever. trunk on uh Woods, on custom well on customs uh, the at the sniper scav, like that little tower, the trunk of Where the you'd car. you also get like a 213 key or something yeah, that yeah. would spawn it's in It's like there. maybe yeah, yeah. there's a Salua in there, and that's like your your option on customs. You know what I mean? Like, And that trunk was always fucking open. Always, yeah. Just everybody would run to that one spot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I talk about the market <laughs> manipulation and, and all that stuff and, and, the, and the item scalpers. Um, but, then there, but so there's what I liked a lot about this was I would talk about a bunch of things. And then I would do like a montage, like a two, three minute yeah. montage. Um, yeah. So for like 0.8, for 0.9, and then for like everything. And at the end, there's a bunch of clips. There's a lot of a lot of clips. Most of the clips that until the outro montage was just me and Deadly because mm. there wasn't a lot of people yeah. making YouTube content about specific things there was like a lot of highlight stuff yeah. it was easy to go to like joshua guz basically and yeah he, like i talked to him before the last one and i'm like dude you have all the highlights none of the twitch clips exist anymore yeah. because they've all been deleted so i'm like can i just use like most of the and he was like yeah dude so i just have a link in my description like thanks to him yeah that's why you see like the yellow name all over the place all i did is cut out the static that he that yeah. he puts in between the transitions yeah um but um but yeah i mean like when I wanted to find like Mosin highlights, I it was like Deadly had like the first yep. day of the raid, the wipe, he had like seven Mosins and one like wood spawn. Um, yep. there's just not a lot of like Markstrom had a bunch of videos, but yeah. they were usually him like talking over the gameplay, and it's yeah. like I can't put that in a montage, yeah. Um, and then like Anton was doing a lot more of like armor testing stuff back then than like talking about like guns and stuff like that. Yeah, and then uh, Clean had a bunch of videos, but they almost always had, like, ACDC or something playing in the background. <laughs> and I already have, like, music to go along with. Yeah. So there's, like, disproportionately me and Deadly. It's, it's hard, though, but it's, like, because I know every... If I want to find a specific thing, I know which video it's in. Yeah. Even going back three or four years, but it's, like, try finding... Yep. You know, most of the videos, if I search for, like, Mosin highlights... They're from like point eleven, yep. you know, or whatever. And it's like, well, I can't really show that. Yep. And it doesn't demonstrate dude, what it was like at the time. It just goes back, man, to like what we've talked about before, where it's like the rose colored glasses, man. The the quote unquote good old days. You know, people people so many people want to be like, man, there's man, like I wish Tarkov would go back to the good old days before the flea market, before it got too popular. And it's like, dude, you just you just told me that there was a, a glitch in the game where hatchlings could make themselves invincible with the dolphin dive. Can you imagine? Like, nothing we deal with today is as bad as a hatchling making himself invincible. Other than, oh, I also talked about the, the factory stuff. door glitch. Oh, yeah. Dude, 
St- I, talk about that too because you were dude, invincible. Where, dude, the good old days. There were a few factory door glitches in the history of Tarkov. Like there was one there up was in the one breach room, three. and then the one near gate three. Yeah, dude. Like it, dude. It's it's once again. Like I'm not trying to harp. I get that Tarkov has his problems now. I get that some of these problems harken all the way back to that, like audio problems and and uh, AI problems. But it's like, yeah, dude, freaking invincibility glitches, invisibility glitches, being able to fall through the floor and level your entire soft skills, you know, get that OP elite um, strength in two raids. And it's just so funny. People are like, I miss the good old days, man. It's just like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, I, I say that often, but it's usually... There are a lot of people that disagree and they're like, lol, like that fucking fight took 9 million bullets, like so fucking bad. You know, that's Call of Duty. Yeah. But then at the same time, it was like, I had the most fun yeah. when, um, like, there's the, one of the, the really good example of this is the clip where, um, I have a few war on clips. Um, so when the MP7 first came out, oh, this yeah. was in like the MP7 montage where he's running along the third floor in factory comes to the top of the stairs and a dude's barreling up the stairs and he goes every single thing in the face. He's like, he's got an alt and he's got an alt and he backs up, has to reload. And then he in one leg and the guy goes down, but it's like, it's just, it was so much more fun. And I'll say this till I die. Um, I, I'm not necessarily advocating that they change it, yeah, but I'm just saying I enjoyed it more when the time to kill and the armor, like time to kill was much longer and armor was much more effective um, because the fights lasted three times longer, which meant you were playing the game longer. Yeah. And it also meant that the better player was more likely to win. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it's it's like, I'm going to be able to hit more shots than you over a three second period. Yeah. That takes more skill than, yeah, everybody dies in one shot then it's a coin flip yeah which i've talked about a million times so yeah i really like that um yeah but you know again uh, there's been a lot of things that have been way improved you know over the course of uh of the game but but that was what i enjoyed the most about old tarkov and that Um, makes sense that makes sense i get that and i would actually even agree i would i didn't i wasn't like back then you were running factory all day absolutely dominating back then i was crouch walking through customs looking for my first salua because that point nine was my first wipe you know what i mean so i I was brand new to the game so i didn't get to experience that in the way you got to experience that like if you told me today that they're testing out you know a longer ttk on the ets i'd play that nonstop. like i would love to try that out i'd love to experience that i'm not saying we shouldn't but it's just I don't know. It's just it's just funny when people ignore all the other stuff from the good old days and they just want the one thing. But I but I get it. And and I and and I think, like I said, I'd, I'd be super interested to try maybe a middle ground and try and like increase the time to kill a little bit. I don't know. I uh, I just posted something in chat <clears throat> real quick because uh, I know we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon. But everybody was talking about found and raid. Um Oh my God! I love this diagram. Have by you the seen? Way. Have you seen this before? I love this diagram. Yes. Yeah, it's my it's, favorite it's, thing. It's. Uh, I need to make a command for it. Yeah, I have you like do. a found and raid command, but I guess it probably points to like my video. I think with like a timestamp, but it's basically 
my new answer for people when they ask me why I think the found in raid feature is silly because, you know, people say found in raid is great, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's not that I have a problem with found, like conceptually yes. found in raid. It's that 90% of the items that are found in raid are actually found in raid. Um, so this, of course, the software engineer made a fucking flow chart where yep. um, crafted in hideout is found in raid. If you got it from a trader as a quest reward, it's found in raid. If it was an, um, if you got it, um, yeah, okay. So then there's all those things, and then it was you actually found an item in raid. Yeah. Was it brought in by a PMC? It's not found in raid. Did you extract with the item? It's not found in raid. Did you survive? It's not found in raid. Did you earn greater than 200 XP? It's not found in raid. Did you spend seven minutes in a raid? It's not found in raid. Did you take that item into a raid? It's not found in raid. Yeah. So, oh no, have you taken that item yeah. since you picked it up into raid? So it was like a small, tiny percentage of the items that you actually found in raid, in raid. Aren't, aren't found in raid. And then there's a whole host of other ones that are found in raid. So that's why it just shows how fucking, like, it should be, did you find the item in raid? Yep. Found in raid. You yep. know what I mean? Uh, with, And then all the other cases should be should handle everything else so it should be found in raid not you know not from a friend or, or you know whatever yeah. right like that should be a separate yeah property on the item and then certain quests should have certain things you know like they could do cool things with quests where a friend can drop you an item maybe that's a requirement you have yeah. to find somebody to give you something you yeah. know like they could do so many cool things with by redefining yeah. found in raid exactly, and then having a whole bunch of other things like found in raid, but they all actually were what they were called. Yeah, given by friend, you know, found in raid, yeah. purchased from flea market, crafted. Yeah, yeah. you know, in the whatever. Hideout. Yep, for sure. So anyway, for sure, and it's and and like, and the whole system was engineered around game like. Gamification. It was is engineered around. Yeah, it was the flea market issue. That yeah, it was. Everything was just engineered around. Like there's no like lore. You know what I mean? Like we've talked about this before. You run in. You run in and you get. You know we want dynamic loot, right? Like everyone's like dynamic loot, dynamic loot. I want dynamic loot. You know, let's say you've been grinding for your whatever it is. Maybe it's your morphine. Maybe it's your evasion R band for Kappa. No matter what it is, dynamic loot. You find it immediately. You spawn your stash. You find it. Can't run to an extract. You know what I mean? Like. That's not found in raid. You haven't spent seven minutes or gotten 200 XP. And that's crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it's like the game. Like I got lucky. The RNG was in my favor. I spawned near a thing. I got it. I want to get out. And it's like, yeah. there was no lore behind like why you need to stay in raid that long. Like the whole system was engineered purely from a like, oh no, don't, with this feature we added, don't break our game, please. And that's the flea market. And so it was just. And they could have saved themselves a whole lot if they just named it sellable and not sellable. Because <laughs> then you can kind of do whatever you want around that. But they named it found in raid, and then half of the things you found in raid aren't found in raid. Yeah, I mean, if, even and if they called it... all the things that get outside of raid are found in raid. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem is that even if they called it sellable, right? Well, then it's, why is this not sellable? You wouldn't yeah. know, right? So True. that's why they just need to be explicit about the thing. Yeah. You can sell things on the flea market that you took from scavs or that you looted. Imagine if it was yeah. looted in raid. 
because if you looted it in raid, you know, I don't even know what they would call it, but I guarantee you there's like one to three word phrase that can describe everything. Yeah. Um, but like if you found it in raid and you accidentally forgot to remove it, dude, I fucked up. I, I decided recently just because I've been playing factory so much that I put all my factory, my basically my factory key in my key bar. I only have one key bar. Yeah. And then I've been taking in my um, dog tag case because oh, before yeah. I used to hit insure all, but now I don't because it's so expensive. So now it's like now because I used to have used to end up spending so much money insuring, insuring dog all tags. of my yeah, which would also fuck up the insure screen because yeah, I would have hundreds of insured items and it would just freeze on that screen yeah. while because it displays everything. Um, I had like two level fifty five bear dog tags in my container. For that fucking quest to get 20 level 50. And I went into a raid again. I'm like, no, like, dude, fuck, yeah. dude. Yeah. I was devastated. That's like two more weeks it's going to take me to, to find, replace those fucking yep. dog tags. And all I've been doing is killing level 47. I'm like, you fucking like, you couldn't have been four levels higher. Yeah, yeah. It's so frustrating. I, I'm, I'm close. Well, I'm not close, but I'm making progress on that particular quest. Yep. I have 15 of 20. Usec tags and three bear dog yep. tags. <sighs> yep, yep. No, I did that. My, that's my rant. I did that. Graph is so good. It's so good. I just updated my exclamation point fir. Yep. Command. I'm, I'm gonna make that a command in my chat too. It's so good. It's such a good diagram. Yep. But yeah, man. At the end of the day, I'm super excited to watch the history Tarkov video. It's great. <laughs> it. I don't know. It just reminds me that yeah, game's been experiencing issues for a long time but it's fun it's super crazy to see i'm like i said super excited for this one because this is my history of tarkov video um but yeah man oof Good i'm gonna stuff. go get kappa dude you you really are like you really can get it tonight if you if you grinded for yeah, it i think it'll probably more likely be tomorrow how many do you have left for calibration calibration 100 meter shots eight okay so I could, I mean, I could do that in three to four woods raids. Depending, um, I need yeah. to bring a rangefinder. If you, yeah, if if you had like two or three left, you could complete that tonight, and then one good raid, and you get the uh, the reap IR plant done, and you're that's your that's two hundred and twenty thousand XP. Yeah, and I only need three hundred. So. Oh, all right, man. Well, dude, good luck. I've got. I'm. I'm. A goose whisper away from fifty-eight. I got I got two and a half levels basically. I gotta get to sixty and then from sixty-one and a half to sixty-two. So I'll I'll be a week or two behind you. But uh yeah, dude, good cast. A lot of a lot of cool stuff. And um yeah, the Raider event uh, there was a bunch of like lore stuff that may or may not be speaking of a patch incoming, that would be kind of cool, but who knows? Yeah. But at the end of the day, thank you guys for hanging. Appreciate y'all being here. This will be live on all the platforms on Monday. And uh, thanks for hanging. We'll definitely see you all in the next one. Peace.